Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. What's up, party people in the house? It's time for Dynasty War Games. No countdown tonight. I don't know what it is when I do this that we don't get the countdown, but we are here. I am your host tonight. I'm excited for the holiday weekend. I'm excited to talk some fantasy football with my boys. And most of all, I'm excited to play a game. It's Dynasty War Games. I'm here with my main man, Mike Casper. What's up, What's Mike? up? Hey, I'm the main man. I like it. Let's keep that that going. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Also here with my other main man, Chad Mendoza. What's up, homie? Oh, nothing much, man. (laughs) We're keeping it 90s. I listened to... So we we had a good day at work, so I, I, I had a little dance party music going for the for the crew when they were closed oh, i was like i was like what like you, yeah. you had a good day I, at work so y'all had a dance party yeah a little bit i played uh, i played whoop there it is who yeah, let the yeah. dogs out uh live in la vida loca and uh slam by onyx and then they cleaned up pretty quick and then we were done jesse is michael <laughs> jesse is michael scott in real life <laughs> uh, it was a blast i i really just did it to mess with them anyway so we're here. We're talking dynasty, and uh, we're gonna play a game. Let's, so Chad, let's do it. Yeah, Chad had an idea for a game tonight. Little does he does he know? Well, his mistake was turning it over to me, right, and letting me run the game because I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be one of the classic subjective games. So, uh, Chad and Mike are very competitive, and they're gonna go at each other, but. The real purpose here is to just get some discussion going on some of these players and, um, you know, maybe figure out some things that we haven't talked about in the past. Um, we're getting up to the wire, down to the wire, I guess this is the expression. Down we're getting down to the wire. To the wire. Yeah, we got two, less than two weeks. So uh, let's try to focus in on these guys and get a little more info than we've gotten in the past. Right? I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Cool. We're going to do yearbook awards. All right, everybody remembers when they were in high school. Uh, their senior yearbook, you had awards like uh, class clown, class flirt, um, most likely to succeed, that kind of thing. Right. So those are all on our list as as well as some others. Just so, so you know, of- just so you know, mine was nicest guy and everyone thought I was going to be a pilot in the Air Force. Really? Yeah. So. OK, that was pretty close. Did you like are you from a military family? I mean, my brothers are, but not not too much out of that. We got a couple okay, of so relatives. yeah. Was there something? It was just kind of like you seemed like you were going to be in the military. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like I was going to fly. I guess maybe back then, but uh, right on. I never really wanted to. Did you just love Top Gun? No, not I mean, necessarily. Uh, I mean, I, I liked I it a lot. We wore but... leather jackets to to school, <laughs> bomber and... jacket. Everything. I mean, I, I'm re- <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I'm ready for the new Maverick movie in a month or two. That's right awesome. on. I'm ready for that. But... Yeah, it does look like fun. Oh, that was funny. All right, cool. So we're gonna do yearbook awards. We're gonna go back and forth. Now, like I said, these are subjective. It it's just kind of what I came up with for each one of these, and it's like really, it's about 
their play style and what we know about them. I I don't know them personally. Let's let's you know. Let's not try to pretend I know their personalities and this is about their person. It's not. Okay. It's what we know about them. It's videos that we've seen of them. It's film that we that I've watched. Um, games that you guys have watched because you guys watch a lot of college. And uh, or we may just guess. Yeah. Right. So, I, right, <laughs> I feel like it. I might do a lot of guessing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do this. So the first person to guess my baseball number in college gets to go first. Eight. Uh, you strike me as like a high number. I'm going to go 82. All right. I'll give you a hint. I'm a Philly fan, right? So my favorite player is definitely a Philadelphia Philly, probably the greatest Philly of all time. And it was his number. 13. Nope. Um, let's go uh, 32. All right. Um, <laughs> now I'm gonna Google. It's been, okay. Yeah. Can, can we start Googling? It's between. All right, I'll say it's an even number between ten and thirty. Between ten and thirty. Um, On the next guess, let's just go closest to the number. Okay. Cool. <laughs> even number. Uh, I'm gonna say sixteen. All right. That's incorrect. Um, I'm gonna say twenty-seven. Uh, Chad goes first. The answer is 20, Mike Schmidt. Okay. I was actually looking at Schmidt, but I couldn't find his number. Okay, nice. <laughs> so I was at least looking at the right person. <laughs> Philly players from the 40s. <laughs> 70s and 80s. <laughs> All right. So Mike goes first. Um, no, Chad goes first. He won. He said. Oh, Chad goes. Well, I was going to let Mike <laughs> well, go first. Well, I picked Mike Chad, to go first. Because Chad just instead. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, all right. Real quick before we get started, what are you drinking, Chad? Um, drinking a Carbock uh, Love Street. It's a, a Texas brewery. Oh, okay. Nice. What kind of yeah. beer is it? Um, It's a blonde. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, I am drinking uh, Corona Heart Seltzer. New flavor called Mango Starfruit. Hmm. Nice. Sounds very sweet. Um, yeah, a little bit. I'm going to switch to Truly here. Their citrus is pretty dry. What do you? Not uh, a, but not as sweet as my white gummy bear rain. Whoa! Which, whoa! That's an energy drink. drink? It, it's the favorite of the uh, my my colonel that I that I work for. So it's one of his favorites. Whenever he's in a bad mood, I just offer him a white gummy bear rain because they're hard to find and makes makes his day. Wow. <laughs> That is a really weird thing. That is a 2022 thing to offer your offer your superior officer. You know? I know he's like he's like probably 20 years older than me too, but he yeah. loves them. He's a 30 years ago. It would have been a it would have been a shot of McCallum whiskey. You know, yeah, I'm Single sure he's got that in his office too. <laughs> yeah, right on. All right, so the first category, Chad, is going to be the who's our prom king, the most popular player of this class. Um, All right, and I'm sorry. Before you before you answer, the way the scoring is going to work is you get a point for each answer. If the person if the person who's asked doesn't get it, the second person gets a chance to steal. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, with a guy that I don't think as highly of as as most people do. I think that the dynasty community is very high on this guy, um, and. I feel like he'd be wearing the crown at the end of the night. So I'm going to go Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. That is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Mike, who is the most popular player in this class? Who's our prom king? Um, I mean, I felt like this is kind of a softball, but I'm, I'm going to say Brees Hall because he's the consensus 101, even in super flex almost at this point, I feel like. So correct, um, correct. he's liked yes. by many. So. so that's so easy. I, we started off with an easy one. Thanks. Thanks for that, Chad. Put some thought so into my answer. I thought we were putting some effort into this game. But... So oh, we are. Oh, we are. Like, there's there's some fun stuff. I don't know. I don't know any people that really have them in their top even three most of the time. A wide receiver, even. <laughs> so Mike Kinney's in chat. He says, uh, how do I do that? Mine was worse, Mine was worse car. There it is. Mine was worst car, seventy-eight poop brown Dodge Ram, and best eyes. Because look at me, Dave. <laughs> like, is that like classism? <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't fly today. Like, let's just pick on the poor kid. <laughs> worst car. <laughs> you know? Dude, yeah. my, my, mine was called the. Uh, I call it the Swagger Wagon. It was my mom's uh, Toyota little station wagon she had back in the uh, early nineties. Nice. Don't worry, my my aunt my aunt had a uh, one of the. Like those Toyota Yaris's that you could barely get into. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I drove that to high school for like a year. And oh no, yeah. Well, I I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up, Jesse. But that comment is ginormous, and you have my face. (laughs) face Mike off the screen. Yeah. There we go. Anything we can do to get rid of that bottom screen? Is it? That's good. It's gone. Oh, okay. There we go. So mine was actually a Suzuki Samurai. So do you guys remember? Oh, nice. Yeah, Those yeah. little teeny tiny Jeeps. I'll tell you what. I mean, people made fun of it, and I I did tip it over, by the way. That was very easy to do, and I did do that. But, man, you had to lock the hubs to put it in the four-wheel drive, but it would go over any, anything because it was so light. It would just kind of go over the top of anything. That's awesome. Yeah, right on. So, one point to Mike. And Mike oh. gets the answer first to the next question. Um, we are going to get a little more serious. And we are going to um, bring out the humanitarian award. So, who is the who is the greatest humanitarian in this class? The humanitarian award. So, I'm actually going to go off of recent events that I saw on Twitter. Oh which God, was funny. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know the whole story. Chad already knows it's Isaiah Spiller. Um, he was visiting what the Bills, I think it was. And what did he help? He helped someone out with something on the street. I don't know if it was getting gas in their car or paying for their groceries or huh. what this what the story was. But then he got a shout out on Twitter and he was like, oh, that's just how I was raised. And you know, he's a good old Texas boy, right? You know, right just, just being a nice little gentleman. So I'm going to go Isaiah Spiller. Okay, that is a well, nice story. It's incorrect, but it was a nice story. <laughs> I figured I just wanted to. I'm going to I'm going to pick I'm going to pick the guy that Isaiah Spiller copied. Um, and that's Malik Willis because good Malik job. Willis. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. The, uh, you know, the person, the, the homeless, um, what is it? Was it a woman? I think it was a woman, yeah. I believe it was a woman, yeah. The hum- the homeless woman that was, um, you know, near the uh, the combine, combine. gave her some stuff out of his luggage and everything. Anyways, really nice gesture. And yeah. Isaiah Spiller was like, good idea. <laughs> I guess what I'm going to do on my visit. No, I'm just kidding. He, that was, I assume, I assume that was uh, well-intentioned, so. Yeah. yeah, and obviously Malik, Malik Willis didn't know he was being being videoed unless it was some huge setup, which I, I don't think is 
I don't think uh, that yeah. happened. So no. yeah, I mean, it what it what it says to me about the player is that he's a good guy. You know, he's not a dick. Who really, you know, he's not Jay Cutler. You know what I mean? So that, hey, Jay Cutler that. probably would have shared a cigarette with someone. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. But you know, it, it it does count for something. For you know, to actually know that he's a good person. If if I were running a football team, I'd want to know that the guys playing for me were good people. You know, who's I don't I I probably wouldn't have a Richie Incognito on my team. You know what I, I mean? Would. Can he block? <laughs> eh, I'll find other guys <laughs> that can block. I don't, I don't need that culture in my locker room. Yeah. All right. Tied all right, up. So we're we're all tied up one one. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna move to a, a more fun one, and we're gonna go to class clown. My or uh, Chad? Mm. Chad, you next. Who's the class clown? Okay. Um. Oh man, this one's tough. And this is going by what we know. Of. This is going by what we know of him, what we've talked about in the in, in past podcasts. Um I I don't know. Uh Chris Olave. Chris Olave, incorrect. Yeah, I figured. It doesn't seem like you even have a reason. You're just throwing a name out there. No, just he's just a, a person in the draft. Right. On. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, you you have any deep thought on this for us? Not really, because I'm trying to think of someone who's maybe kind of a showboaty kind of, you know. I almost college. just picked a terrible player because, <laughs> but but no, I almost went. That, I almost went that direction. Yeah. It's not Carson <laughs> Strong. It was almost Carson Strong. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there anyone walking around with like half shirt, you know, Zeke type of suits and stuff? Um, I don't see. I don't know enough about guys to know uh, that. Yeah. Oh god. Pick a guy with a funny name. I'm gonna go Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Nah. Uh, all right. So this is. It's, I, I'm not even gonna roll this back to Chad because it doesn't seem like you guys have any idea. <laughs> no, no. Just naming prospects, <laughs> yeah, randomly. Yeah. So the yeah, and I want there to be a reason behind it if you get it. So the answer is George Pickens. All right, so kind of kind of little lazy, goofs off during his during his routes. Got called out by the head coach. You know, the teacher called him out in class. You know, for mm-hmm. being lazy. And normally. Oh, she- it should have been it should have been Pickett for his small clown hands. Uh this is tiny clown hands. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I'm so tempted to give you a point for that. <laughs> no. If 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 it wouldn't make Mike cry, I would absolutely give you a point for that. <laughs> um, yeah, and and also like the class clown is often the most talented person in the class right it's the person that's bored and is a good entertainer and is um you know is is talented and that's how i see george pick is one of the most talented players in this draft just not focused is what my teachers used to say about me fair enough. very talented individual not focused okay all right no argument all right so let's go um to a little more tangible um, and then we can get a little dynasty talk about this player as well. Um, most likely to succeed, Mike. Most likely to succeed. I mean, this one speaks for itself. 
It's kind of a floor. Who's got the best floor? I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson. Ding. Um, boom, good, baby. Good answer. Yeah, I just feel like he's he's probably got the highest floor of a lot of the wide receivers. Might not have the highest ceiling, but um, I, I think he has a, a great shot to be a really, really good prospect. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's got the floor. Um, he's got the highest floor of any of these players outside of maybe Olave. And I had them neck and neck, but I found another category that I liked for Olave. So he's coming up at some point. Um, All right. So two scores, two, one. Mike's in the lead. Chad, you go first in the next one. Um, Actually, can you, do you want to talk about Garrett Wilson a little bit first before we move on to the next? Do you agree with that, that he's most likely to succeed? No, I, I would I would go with Brees Hall. Okay, um, but well, okay. So let's exclude players that we have already given awards to outside oh, of those. Gotcha. Okay, because I didn't want to repeat. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brees Hall could be a lot of these. Well, yeah. let's just talk. I know there's a lot of talk, right? The Jets have two top ten picks. Yeah. And a lot of people think they're going to be the one to uh, take, possibly take the first wide receiver off the board. Does how does how does that make you guys feel? Does that make you feel nervous. Whereas, you know, you got the Kansas city and the green bays and some of the other, you know, teams with good quarter, well, great quarterbacks um, picking later. Do you think even if Garrett Wilson went to somewhere like the jets, but I'm, I'm not even sold that Garrett. I mean, I think he will be, but I don't think it's um, an open book. uh, I mean, a a open and closed book case that, that, uh, that Garrett Wilson's going to be the first wide receiver off the board. We keep hearing these guys. That oh are yeah, in I, touch I, with the with the NFL process that you know Drake London's London, looking like a guy that yeah. could be yeah could be picked first. So, um, and I think if the Jets are picking a wide receiver, I would. I mean, I'm guessing that they would pick a Drake London kind of player because he's just so different from what they have. Yeah. Um, but maybe they go Garrett Wilson. I mean, I guess it just depends. You know. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Um, you think they wouldn't I, be the first fantasy? wide receiver pick though if that happens like if the first wide receiver no matter who it is goes I don't think jets, the first do you think it drops I yeah I think it drops them for yeah. sure just because everybody's so iffy on on Zach Wilson and I know there are some people that really like Zach Wilson and I think that kind of uh for those people maybe you know it's one of those things where they are um they're excited about it and they kind of move up to get him or or hope he slides to them whether that is Drake London or Garrett Wilson, but um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be stoked if uh, if Garrett Wilson ends up going to the Jets, but I think it's better than the Browns. So, um, really, I, neither I, one of them scares me. I didn't mm-hmm. think I didn't think Minnesota was a good landing spot for Justin Jefferson. You know, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think Tennessee was a good landing spot for AJ Brown. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think. I don't think either of those. Either of these guys are uh, Justin Jefferson, or and I mean they could be because most people didn't think Agreed. Justin Jefferson was Justin Jefferson. But it's hard to assume that anybody is Justin Jefferson or AJ Brown. You know. Okay. Talent. Yeah, I'm not saying. Okay. Agreed. But I'm just saying that the landing spot didn't really seem to matter much for for those guys. The talents there. The talents there. I mean, yeah. I I don't think. You know, I I didn't think the Jets were a good landing spot for Elijah Moore. But I have some Elijah Moore, and I'm not training him. You know what I mean? I'd yeah, but to, I mean his his value, his value is also. I mean, it hasn't risen. 
since. Sure. Last I mean, he was a high yeah. second. You, I would not, not trade him for, I would not. But trade like him right after the draft first. process, right after the draft process, he was going for a first, like during mini camps and stuff. Yeah. It hasn't fallen from there. Right. Um, so, I mean, you it's, know, it's one of those things that year, people still love him because of the idea of him. But if he doesn't produce this year, his value is going to tank. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like, it's easy to say that, yeah, Elijah uh, Elijah Moore's value is high. But, I mean, he's going to have to produce this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I think he – I think I think there's a really good chance that he does. I like him. I'm, I'm still pretty high on him. I like the talent. And I don't, I don't love Zach Wilson, but I do think that he – um, I, I think he's a lot better than he showed early in the year and yeah, absolutely could turn out to be an average quarterback. And that's really all you need. Um, if, if the wide receiver is that talented, follow what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think Elijah, I see, we shouldn't even be talking about Elijah Moore, but um, yeah, I mean, I think if, if somebody's opposite of Elijah Moore, one of these, one of these high end rookie prospects at mm-hmm. wide receiver, I'm going to be scared for, that guy and for Elijah Moore, because then you're banking on Zach Wilson making the jump. You're saying he's yeah. going to have to make the jump for both of them to be productive. It's a you good know? point. If if not, then you're going to have to pick and choose, like, okay, which guy am I going with? Or yeah, maybe none, way? maybe neither of them, you know? Right. So it, I don't know. It, it just scares me a little bit. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I honestly, I think what scares me even more is the Eagles as a landing spot. It's probably the for at least for this coming season is probably the worst landing spot you can get. What I, yep. I mean, the coaching is good. The wide receiver coaching is good there. So I could see the player developing how, and we don't know who the coach, who the quarterback will be in 2023. Right. We, we're not even sure that the coaching staff will still be there. So, uh, but for this year, I mean, it, I mean, signs are all pointing to the Eagles taking a, a wide receiver in the first round. So, it's not going to be great for Devonte Smith, and it's not going to be great for whoever that wide receiver is. Let me let me ask you guys a question on on your opinion on this because I know people will be thinking like because I, I included the Browns with that, even though Deshaun Watson is is there now and, and Baker's gone. But do you guys see the offense changing, you know, and kind of making a complete one eighty and it being a passing offense? Because I no. just I still don't see it. No, Stefanski's I mean, no. yeah. got his. Uh, yeah, he he's got his idea of how to run an offense, and and there I, I could see there be more passing, and if they're in a position where they're down and they need to pass to catch up, they may be in a position that they can actually do that where they couldn't before. But no, it's gonna it's still gonna be run first. Yeah, maybe maybe some shootouts with the Bengals, but besides that, but yeah, I mean I the Vikings are also changing. run first. You know, and and Kirk Cousins supports two wide receivers, not just Jeff, Justin Jefferson. I mean, Adam Thielen was was a, is a fantasy starter. You know, yeah, but I mean, it's that's I mean, you're talking about two completely different. I mean, the Vikings maybe pass first, but Baker was throwing like Run twenty first. something passes a game. Like it was it was very low. Yeah, I, mean, I think that had to do a lot with Baker to do with Baker. Yeah, I think that, that, what I'm saying is, too, I think yeah. I think the volume will go up, but they're not going to be like you said. It's not going to be a 180. They're not going to yeah, be a passing offense. It, it would just scare me thinking, you know, that Amari Cooper, they brought in, they're paying him, and he's already doing this. And we know he's already a really good wide receiver. He's going to demand production on his end. So if you have another high-end wide receiver coming in, is the offense going to be enough? Is there going to be enough volume there um, and enough efficiency, right? Be, 
we're just going to assume that they're going to be very efficient with Deshaun Watson in there in their passing game. That that second wide receiver is able to get enough targets to to you know maintain fantasy re- relevancy past that that initial season. Yeah, you have um, to be skeptical of that. Absolutely. Although, I mean, and, and I will also throw in that it, it could be an absolute mess in the beginning. You know, Watson hasn't played yeah. quite a while. It's a new offense for him. It might not look real pretty in the beginning, so it might take some. It may. It might take some time as well. You know, on top of all the things that you're saying. So, yeah, I, I don't love Brian. I don't love Browns wide receivers, but I don't like them. I mean, I don't dislike them as much as I did last year. Brian Ford says, "Has I miss? Have I missed most likely to go to prison?" <laughs> was that in your uh, yearbook, Brian? Because I, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that you, Brian? <laughs> you know what's funny is I, I actually did think of putting that in there, but oh, then gosh. I didn't want to. I don't yeah. know anything about these guys, so I didn't want to spend. Yeah, no, I don't. You know, yeah, I don't want to put somebody yeah, down. I want to touch that. But it's it's funny because I did think about it for a second, and I was like, ah, I don't want to yeah. slander someone. You Let's know avoid I mean? that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right on. Okay, so all right, next one. That was class clown. Oh no, I was most likely to succeed. Most likely to succeed. And Mike, you got that one too, right? So I did. Um. So is that two your third one? Two to one. Oh, uh, we already two said one, that. I think. All right, two to one. All right, Chad. Who is the class flirt? Hmm. It's going to take a little deep thought, but there is there is a reason there is reasoning behind it. The class flirt. If you guys okay. don't get it in the first in the first round, I'll give you a hint, and it'll roll back to Chad. I'm between two people for this, so. Um. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm going to say Chris Olave. Chris Olave, class flirt. All right. That's incorrect, but I did think about that. Because uh, he teases you with his roots a little bit. He's really smooth kind of guy. I thought about that. Yeah. Try, but that, try that is incorrect. Yeah. All right, well, Mike. That wasn't one of my two, but I'm going to go with Desmond Ritter, I think, because he's flirting with the first round capital. He's got mm-hmm. the wheels, looks sexy and nice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. small school guy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's like, that, that that's good, and you're 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 sort of along the you're sort of along the like. Right. I think it's Desmond Ritter because he's sexy and nice. <laughs> no, I think he's cute. I threw stuff in there before I said sexy and nice. I said because he's going in the first round. He's like he's getting a lot of you know inside buzz that teams actually like him, right? Like they like him, like they're Cause, because he's so. Right. Sexy. Writing notes to each other, Chad. Jeez, you weirdo. I'm trying to play the game. So all right, well, cool. it's, it's good guy. reasoning, and you're all you're on the right path, but it's incorrect. So here's the hint before I throw it back to Chad. Um, think about the the market. It's more about the market and how it's fluctuated. Mm, okay. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, Jahan Dotson? No. Oh, man. Did you have a reason behind that? 
Yeah, just because he's so like he's been projected to so many different teams in so many different areas. Um, oh, okay. I think I he's you. yeah, he's kind of flirting with everybody. Okay. Mike, you got a second guess? This is it. We're not going to take another guess. I mean, I, I was going to say, you know, I'm just going to stick with it, um, even though I don't even know if it's the, the market. But I was just going to say Walker, just because it was the one year of production, mm. right? So that's kind of like the the quick flirt, right? Show you what I did. Now come and get me. Interesting. No points awarded. We're all now dumber for having listened to you both. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> was it London? No. No, it's Matt Corral. It's Matt Corral because because coming out of the season, he was flirting with, um, you know, top 10 overall pick. He was the number one quarterback. Everyone was like Matt Corral, Matt Corral. He was the number one dynasty pick, you know, coming out of the season. And then, um, you know, the injury and didn't um, perform at the combine and his stock has fallen quite a bit. So I, I felt like he was flirting with us in the beginning and then sort of kind of fell out. Nice. Yeah, gotcha. he wasn't serious. Okay. So anyway, the reason and also the reason behind that is I wanted to talk about Matt Crow. Because I don't feel like we've talked about him a lot. I think we've glossed over it a little bit. Um what what is what's the reason, Chad? Let me ask you, what is the reason that he was the you know, projected as possibly the number one dynasty pick in the first quarterback out of the draft coming out of the college season and isn't now? What what happened between then Devin then and now? Well, I think you saw you saw certain quarterbacks emerge, um, and you saw just him have a, a regressed you know last year uh, where you know he lost some guys in his offense and it, it affected him greater than most people thought it would, um, and I think that just scares a lot of people. Okay, and the fact that he he seems to be a system um a quarterback that's tied to a system Mm -hmm. you know and so that that kind of pushes him down a little bit as well so it's just one of those things there's so many different factors where you say okay you know we saw from this guy that he can do it um and he can be very productive in an offense with a lot of talented players but then you look at guys like Malik Willis who yeah maybe they didn't have the super super standout uh um season on tape that, that, uh, Corral gave you, um, the year before, but he's doing it with nobody and Corral couldn't. Right. So, and, and saying nobody's a stretch because he still had NFL caliber players, you know, Malik Willis had no NFL caliber players right? and was still able to produce. So I, I don't know. It scares me. And I think it scares a lot of uh, NFL teams. Okay. Right on. What, what, do you have any thoughts on this, Mike? Not really. I know. I feel like, you know, he kind of led Ole Miss out of obscurity, kind of, so to speak. I felt like he he's a pretty big hype guy and had the look of a leader kind of when he was on TV, hyping his guys mm-hmm. up and, you know, getting them to rah-rah around him and stuff and had some really good games. So, um, and he's got, you know, he's got some dual threat ability, right? So that's what they wanted, I think. But the injury is, you know, what hurts and stuff and yeah. uh, not being able to see that. But I mean, he's still, he's still going out and doing lots of visits with lots of teams like the Steelers. And the I'm, I think it said even the Eagles I was reading up on. Um, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, the Eagles. The, That's surprising the pan- to me. The Panthers and um handful of other folks. Yeah. Says, 
Yeah, Panthers, Eagles, Saints, Steelers, and Falcons. Yeah, that's all the quarterbacks. So. Yeah, right. So, well, all right. So, I got you. The, so, with my take on it is that coming out of the season, it was the dynasty and the fantasy community that were saying these things about Matt Corral being the number one quarterback in the draft, and it wasn't really the NFL community saying that. And when he had the injury and didn't perform at the combine, I think it led a lot of us to go back and look at him and say, well, why did we, now that we don't have measurables, why were we saying this about him? And people went back and looked at him a little closer. And that's when the, he's a system quarterback kind of trope started coming out there, Um, which, which I do kind of agree with, by the way, I don't agree that he's definitely a system quarterback, but I do agree that that's what he was in college. So it's kind of hard to project otherwise. Um, who knows what NFL teams are, you know, NFL teams do their own evaluations. They don't care what we yeah. think or what the fantasy community thinks or what any of the analysts think at all, you know, any of the talking heads. So I don't think that he's kind of, I don't think he was high on NFL boards and then fall, fell out of favorites. I think maybe we're just learning what they already knew. Well, I think, I think it depends on what you're talking about. So if you're talking about strictly this off season, yeah, like that's, that's correct. But I think if you look yeah, back that's to what I last year, yeah, then he was, I mean, he was looked at as, you know, one of the top, if not the top prospect mm-hmm. uh, in this current draft pool. It's right, just I'm, that guys like Desi about... Ritter and Malik Willis came out of nowhere uh, this yeah. past year. I'm talking about this offseason. Yeah. For sure. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think Matt Corral still has a good chance of going in the first round. Yeah. If that Listen. happens, if that happens, scoop them up late in the first, early second, if you can get them, you know, in your dynasty drafts. <clears throat> All right. Uh, who went first last time? I think Chad went first. Yeah. Yeah. Did. All right. So we're going to go with, we're going to go with the, probably the toughest category here. Mm. Um, and this is very much football rooted. You know, this is not about the market. I'm going to tell you that right up front, both of you guys. Um, most unique. All right. So in high school, it'd be most unique person for this, for our purposes, most unique player. Hmm. From, uh, this is my turn, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. All right. For, for most unique, I'm going to go Traylon Burks. Okay. Just because of his size and, you know, yeah, I'm basically just going to go with his size. I guess yeah. I'm kind of thinking market because I'm thinking compared to everyone else. Yeah, um, I had him down. And then I, them. I had him yeah. down first and then I crossed him out because I realized that there are a lot of players his size at his position in the NFL and that have better measurables. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just, I just feel like there are – He's compared to Debo and AJ Brown or whatever, but he's not close to those guys. So I, it that's what dropped me out of this. That okay. dro- dropped him out of this, um, and I went with a different player altogether. No worries, Chad. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go Christian Watson. That was going to be my second guess. Okay, um, really good. Guess. A guy with 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 his size, and he's running four three sixes and jumping. You know, has a broad jump. You know higher than anybody else or longer than anybody else in the combine. 
Um, just, you know, very, very, very athletic and also comes from a small school in North Dakota State. So, you know, maybe not projected as high as if you went to Alabama or um, Oklahoma or, or anywhere like that. So, <clears throat> yeah. great answer. And the score is now tied. Good job, Chad. Dang it. Yeah, I was going to be my second guess. Yeah, so Christian Watson is kind of like, yeah, he's the size speed freak in this class. So, um, uh, set by Chet or Mike, not for any points, but do you have do you have a guess um, at another wide receiver that I might have had, like, neck and neck with him? With or, Watson? Yeah, or Chad, if either, guys, if either you guys want to throw it out there. Because there's another size speed freak. Um, at wide receiver that that I almost put in here. Freak? Mm, not freak, but, um, you know, better measurables than the rest of the guys in the class, making them more unique. But I'm not, not going to embarrass myself and guess. Not quite Christian Watson level. Um, I don't know, maybe... Uh... I mean, I was going to say maybe George Pickens, but we already picked him right earlier. No, I'm, I'm not going to let you suffer. It was Alec Pierce. Was was uh-huh. oh was, Alec was Pierce, other, of course. Yeah. yeah. So he was yeah, the yeah. other guy that I was thinking. It was either Watson or Pierce. Um, I think Pierce is a little more obscure, which would have been cool for this list. But the way Christian Watson tested, man, I just couldn't deny it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. To me, Alec Pierce. Most. Yeah, go ahead. Alec Pierce is one of those guys that we may see go a little bit earlier than people are anticipating, especially in the dynasty community. And, and his draft stock just, as far as his his dynasty draft stock kind of soars because, I mean, yeah, the the potential and the kind of player that he is, I think you know people are just nervous because you didn't see that 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 elite athleticism, you know, watching him as much as you saw it when he was in shorts. Right. So, I mean, you saw it, but you just didn't see it, that, you know? I mean, he tested crazy for his size. Right. Yeah, I kind of a little bit the same as Christian Watson. Well, you saw the athleticism <laughs> out of Christian Watson, but super raw. Yeah. Um, those guys, both those guys, if, if those guys go second round, they're going to soar up dynasty draft boards. I mean, like, they're going to stack up at the top of the second yeah. round. For yeah. sure, you might even see, guy, either one of them sneak into the late late first. You know, if 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 there's guys, if there's you know guys in your league that just love them, you know what I mean. But yeah, I, I love Alec Pierce. I love Christian Watson. I'd love to have either one of them on the Eagles. I'm hoping that they one of those guys falls to the third and we scoop one of them. Um, I, Alec Pierce, I think, is exactly what most offenses need. You know, mm-hmm. if you can if you can train him up. Um, you know, a guy that's six two that runs like that. You know, good hands. Really like him. All right, so score is tied, and we are going back to Chad. All right, let's see what we got here. All right, recap. Let's do a little recap first. We had um, our prom king was Brees Hall. He's the most popular. He's definitely the one hundred and one in most drafts as of right now. Um, the humanitarian was Malik Willis. We saw him give his swag bag to a homeless woman. Um, you know, we know he's a good person anyway. Uh, class clown was George Pickens because he dogs his roots, got called out by his teacher. 
Um, class flirt was Matt Corral for making us think he was the best quarterback in this class and then kind of fading away. Um, most likely to succeed was Garrett Wilson. Um, Mike and I agree on that. Chad does not. Um, and then most unique was Alec. I'm sorry, uh, Christian Watson. Um, honorable mention to Alec Pierce. All right. So, Mike, I think it's back to you, isn't it? No, no, it's Chad. Because no. Chad, Chad got it. Yeah, Chad got the steal on that one. All right, Chad. <laughs> Next category is best celebrity lookalike. So, I'm going to need the player, the rookie player, and who he looks like. Oh, I honestly don't even know what most of these guys look like. Don't overthink. I, my hint here for you guys is don't overthink it. Um, there, there's 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 like a comp that everybody's been making all year, all off season. Um, probably before that, but I don't pay attention to college. So this is is this based on their looks or based on their play? Based on their looks. I have no idea. I don't. I have no I, idea. I even said it on the podcast. About I don't listen to you ago. most of the time. Not, <laughs> not this podcast, though, right? Yeah, this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind of tune you out for most of the show. Yeah, I, then, I understand you know, that. I understand that. That's ben true. Simmons hadn't even been traded yet. I was insufferable. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> and Tua uh, hadn't gotten Tyreek yet, so, you yeah. know. First playoff games tomorrow night, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's as a famous was, person they look was, like, not if another it was NFL based, player? Or? If it was based on the play. Well, NFL players play, are famous. So if okay. it was based on the play, I was going to say, you know, the comp that everybody's been making is Drake London, Mike Mike Evans. Um, okay, so I mean, I that's good, but I, I actually don't even agree with that. So I, I've told you straight up on this podcast that I think George yeah. Pickens is more like Mike Evans. But uh, but yeah, go ahead, Mike, because I have no idea. We're just gonna waste time with this. I, I'm I'm gonna guess Kenny Pickett, who looks like Mac Jones. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you one more chance, Chad. I'm gonna give you a hint. I actually said on the podcast, "Oh wow, his ESPN picture even looks like this guy," and it is another NFL quarterback. Oh, now you've narrowed it down to quarterbacks. Mm. There's only a couple um, to choose from. <laughs> I don't know what any of them look like. Malik Willis, Michael Vick. I don't know. <laughs> Mike, one last guess. You're going to kick uh, yourself when you hear this, Chad. I mean, is it Sam Howell, Baker Mayfield? Boom. There's the point. Okay. <laughs> Mike is researching on the I'm internet. Not, I, I'm literally – no, I have a name of rookies – on this list here, so I actually don't sound <laughs> stupid when I answer these questions. Okay, okay. I know my my is little small, research. It's little it's pictures right. like this big. It's okay. Mike I literally said it. The light bulb just came up, and he just suddenly got the comparison. I, I literally I, said I, all the I almost, I almost said Ritter Trey Lance, but I still I didn't even remember Jesse saying that. So, but, we, <laughs> but then yeah, I looked at Hal, and I was about... like, he's kind of got the dirty beard. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about how it was a lazy comp just because they looked like each other. I don't even watch their like college press conferences, so I wouldn't know these guys I if I was either. walking down the street. So I'd be like, <laughs> "All right, so but let's talk about how like let's that guy's really Sam. large." Let's talk about uh, Sam Howell. I think this is a, another guy that we haven't talked about enough. 
Um, what What do you think his chances of becoming uh, an, an average NFL starter are, Mike? I mean, man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I did. It's just you're so an hard. expert on an, an on a fantasy analyst and a fantasy analyst. <laughs> I, I, we're I breaking this down, man. You gotta have an, an opinion. Well, he hasn't, in Mike's defense, he hasn't been drafted yet. Yeah, so. I was gonna say if he was drafted, then maybe I'd have you know kind of a better outcome for him. But I mean, he's. Have you watched him in college at all? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, like, but I mean, I mean, even, I know he was. That, he was a consensus, like you know, top quarterback with you know Rattler right before the college season started they're like oh right. sam howell and you know Spencer yeah, Rattler, right and then much. I just like, <laughs> right so um all right cool you know, and every, everybody right. says right his his weapons left in dynami brown and you know javante williams and so that's why the play went down because he didn't have anyone else around him but hey if you're still that good you're supposed to bring your team up and stuff right so um just from what i've heard i've heard he's, he's pretty you know reckless i mean his best comparable on here is sam darnold which that kind of doesn't mm-hmm. shock me to a degree either. Um, but, man, I don't know. It really depends. on. I really want to see how committed these teams are to them, and seeing that commitment is where they're willing to take them. You know, if someone takes them in the top 15, like, that has me pretty interested. You know, if they take them in the second round, then I'm not as interested. Not as interested, but... But, still, you know, still a yeah. really good late second round dynasty pick. Yeah, you know, that's where Hertz was, right? So, right. you know, like we talked about last episode. So you never know, but I, I don't know. I, I really can't project until I know where they go and how. Can All right. So, Chad, tell me why he fell this season. Same was now? it the weapons or is it something else? Yeah. I mean, that's what. I mean, yeah, I'm. Maybe it's the maybe it's the weapons, but you, you just expect him to still be able to produce without them. You know, I mean, at least ha- at least be impressive yourself. I mean, you want a guy that's going to be able to carry a, a, a college offense at least some games during the course of the season. You know, maybe not against teams like Alabama and and, and some of the better defenses uh, in the SEC, but you still like- want to see. <clears throat> I'm sorry, go on. You still just want to see a guy that is, you know, the truck pulling the trailer, you know, that he's right. He's, he's elevating everybody around him. And Sam Howell just didn't show that he's that guy after, you know, Javante Williams left and, and some of the other players. So. so I get it. And my, my kind of take is that he started running a lot more. That's how I saw it. it that I don't know if that's a good thing or not, because I don't, I don't see him as – I mean, he's got good athleticism, but I don't see him as a running quarterback in the NFL. So I'm not sure that that's going to be a good option for him if things break down. Um, so is that a good thing or a bad thing that when he lost weapons, he took more on himself it, by using his legs? You know, it's a bad or, thing because because he's not. I mean, and that, it goes for a lot he's of not the progressing as a class quarterback. Is, right? They're not. They're not making multiple reads. They're not going down the field and, and you know progressing right. down their reads. They're just saying, okay, this is not picture perfect. I need to go and make yeah. something happen. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, he went down in yardage every year. He went down in you know completion percentage considerably. His life. I mean, honestly, like you said, kind of like Sam Darnold. Yeah. Kind of like Sam Darnold, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so. All right, cool. Cool. So 
who knows? Maybe it could be a steal late in your dynasty drafts, or maybe it just could be a bust. And I think so. The the question that you asked Mike was the percentage that he becomes a you know average NFL starter, right? And yeah. I think that's at this point nearly impossible to know because that that percentage is going to decrease once he doesn't go in the first round, right? Like if he doesn't go in the first round, that percentage drops drastically. Yeah, because he that, never that means a, a real shot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, team which is looking kind of likely right now. I mean, it's looking like he might not go in the first because Desmond Ritter is getting pushed up. Right. Yeah, it does look like Ritter's probably the third or fourth quarterback in this draft. Right I mean, now. it looks it looks like he's getting locked into the third right now. Even guys that yeah. don't necessarily like him are starting to say he's the third quarterback. Which yeah, like you, you mentioned know. last week, McShay or a couple weeks ago, McShay is even. I heard I heard on McShay on a. You know the first draft podcast that, um, like he, McShay was not high on him, and now he's pumping him because of who he's talked to, not because he's yeah. higher on him now, not because yeah. he changed his mind on him. It's because of NFL people that he's talked to. Yeah, I think McShay had him as the fifth quarterback on the board. Um, yeah, earlier on in, in the process, and I mean now he's third because yeah, they're talking to teams, and teams are saying like, yeah, we like this guy, and right? That's what everybody's hearing. So. Yeah, Kuiper was the one that liked Ritter. Yep. All right, cool. So, uh, Chad's up 3-2, Mike. What do you think about that? Oh, did you get that one? I don't even remember now. No, I got it. Oh, I said, how oh, you got you it. That's I, what said I said Baker Mayfield. That's what I said. <laughs> Mike's up 3-2, Chad. How you feel about that? <laughs> I liked I liked it better before. We should just revert back to it. <laughs> All right, well, we I mean, you already more. said it, right? Like, now we're just confusing the listeners. <laughs> That's all right. They're always confused. They're listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right. So, um, the next one we're going to go with is the teacher's pet. Who is the teacher's pet of this draft? Chad Mendoza. Who is the teacher's pet? Um, I'm going to go... Uh... Oh man, I'm gonna go Desmond Ritter on this one. Okay, um, I think Ritter's the teacher's pet because his whole rollout on um, the kind of guy he is is the super mature. Um, you know, has his kid, uh, you know, in a committed relationship, and you know, he's just mature beyond his years, and he's gonna come in and step in and be an adult in the whole situation you know, get along with the teams and be the leader in, in, in whatever team he steps into. All right. Point for Chad. Um, Follow-up question. Uh, who is – and uh, this is going to be a buzz-in. So the first person uh, to get this answer, say your own name. And who is who is second on this list? Mike. Okay. I'm going to say Kenny Pickett. Incorrect. Yeah. Chad, you got a guess? Um, I'm going to say... Oh, man. This is for the lead. I'm going to say Sky Moore. Sky Moore, no deal. That's a good guess. Uh, the answer was Chris Olave. All right, just just everyone's kind of darling. Oh, see, I was going to say Chris Olave, but I thought we Smooth did it. Smooth and sweet, like maybe can we just do no wrong, it. you know. 
Everything he does is perfect. It's Chris. Chris Olave was second, okay. but yeah, you were right in Ritter. Um, everything you said about Ritter, he just seems like such a stable type of person. Um, and he's just the way he's rising up draft boards that everyone is starting to love him now. Um, yeah, I, I feel like come dynasty drafts, people are going to be all over Ritter. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, cool. Uh, all tied up. I mean, what we got? We've got two to four more. Let's see. Uh, we, we've got two more because we got okay. 10 minutes left. Um, the next one, Mike, I'm going to give to you. This is the award you want. All right. This is the nice guy slash biggest pushover. <laughs> nice guy slash biggest pushover. I think Chad knows who it is. <laughs> I don't, but uh, it's it's just. I, I mean, I've I've said this many times over the last couple of weeks. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> I know who it is. Hmm. Well, I definitely don't. But I'm gonna say Has... Kenny, Kenny Pickett again. Okay, you're just gonna say Kenny Pickett every time now. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna win some award, right? That's incorrect. Oh man, Chad. Who's the Drake biggest London. pushover? Drake, Drake London? London? No, come on, come on. Biggest pushover. First, say your name if you know it. Biggest oh. pushover. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Are you thinking of like uh, Brian Robinson? No. Oh, uh, that guy's it's, a truck. Um, that guy's a dope uh, truck. Oh, James Cook. Sorry. No. Us. It's James Cook. Chad gets the points. Chad gets the point. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, man. How many times have I said if there's a strong breeze? Yeah, the wind would blow him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. See, I was thinking Drake London because you said he was big, but he was soft. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. But no, it's James Cook. You know, I'm so out on him. But tell me why I'm wrong. No, no, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, tell me why he – tell me why – do either one of you believe that he can have a, a role on an NFL team that would of lead course. to be a fantasy contributor? Yeah. He can be All a right. – Look at Tyreek Cohen. Yeah. He can be okay. a Heinz or Cohen. Heinz or Cohen. I think Tyreek yeah. Cohen's got contact balance or had before he destroyed that knee. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, mean – you know, it's it's one of those things like you just need somebody to be a shifty, competent wide receiver out of the backfield and who's elusive and, you know, they're still going to be productive in, in PPR dynasty formats. All right. I, I mean, his ceiling might be Curtis Samuel to me. Or Duke Johnson. Like a lot of these guys yeah, don't I mean, work out. But Curtis, but Curtis, but that's just because of the offenses that they're in, right? Like if you put Curtis Samuel in the right offense and he's used in that role with his skill set, I mean, he sh- there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to produce. It's just it's you point. have to you have to find a team that's dedicated enough to to your skill set to use you in that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if if he was on San Fran, I'd be a lot more confident and you know. Yeah. 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 I got gotcha. you. All right, cool. Either either you disagree about James Cook. I mean, I I think I'm a bit higher on him than than you are, but uh, I think the issues are are you know real. Right on. 
All right, so we've got one last question, and Chad gets to go first, so that hurts. Um, he won the toss in overtime. If it comes, if it comes down to um, a tie, I do have a tiebreaker question. All right, so the next category, Chad, is best dancer. Who's the best dancer in this class? And this is play style. This is, has nothing to do with the market. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to say... Um, gosh, I can go so many different ways this this one. Um, I'm going to say Traylon Burks. You haven't used him yet. Um, okay. <laughs> but you can tell me why you thought that. I mean, just because of his style of play. I mean, you get the ball to him early and just let him... Um, get the, let him yeah. shift around and and yeah, yeah. get his yards. All right, I think there's a shiftier guy out there, Mike. I, I have, I, I think I know this one. I hope I do, and I'm pandering to the uh, judge here, but I, I think it's going to be have to be one of his favorites in Jamison Williams. Incorrect. Incorrect. Oh, that's disappointing. Because I, I don't see him as a dancer. I mean, he's. <sighs> He's shifty and he runs great routes and he's fast as hell, but he's not a dancer. Chad, you want to take another guess? Um. Hmm. All right. So before before we go for the, to the second round, it's a running back. There's oh. your hint. Oh. Okay. Um. Hmm. Is it either of us or is it Chad? Or it's Chad. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Isaiah Spiller. Incorrect. What? He's got good feet. He's got good feet, but he doesn't dance like this guy. Mike? Gosh, I don't know because that was going to be my guess. Um, I mean. There's one top running back that we haven't talked about. Well, I know. Now. Kenneth Walker. There you go. <laughs> Just trying to get a tie so we can get one more question in here. <laughs> I just feel like, like, uh, you know, I mean, have you seen that I guy play? He's shifty as hell, man. You get him in an outside zone scheme, and I think he would be really good. I, just know yeah, I don't think he's shifty. Spiller, I don't think he's shifty. Got a lot of, Spiller. Yeah, Spiller got a lot of like bell patience movement kind of, yeah, okay, patience, but dancing. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's moves, you know, like, yeah, yeah patience, see the hole, like, and then one cut and run. I think I Walker is a better – I think Walker is maybe a better pure runner. I mean, he might be the best pure runner in the class, but yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's shiftier than, than Spiller. I mean, in my opinion. Okay. But. okay. Cool. I mean, that's why we're talking about this, right? So you guys you guys are probably two of the highest I've, I've talked to on Spiller, which is awesome because you both live in A&M country and yeah, you can – and neither one of you is really an A and M fan, so I feel like you—it's like honest analysis. So I like that. It's you're close to it, but you still have have a good lens on it. So, I mean, if if we were drafting today, um, you know, Chad and I have already done a rookie draft, so it it does happen. If we were drafting today, who would you guys take, Kenneth Walker or Spiller? Walker, probably Kenneth Walker, but it's close. I think I mean it's all depends on draft capital, and I think Kenneth Walker at this point is probably going to get the draft capital. Mm. But I mean, 
I think Kenneth Walker, I think people are way higher on him than he probably should be. I mean, if he doesn't, he doesn't pass block, like there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of issues with him. Like he's not going to yeah. see the field and be a three down back. Uh, the way I mean, I, anticipating him being. I, I've heard Jerry Sinclair, who's a huge Michigan State fan, say he's garbage as a pass blocker. But I've also heard Greg Cosell, who I I, I love as an analyst and as a film watcher, um, he broke it down to the point where almost no one is a good pass blocker coming out of college because they're, they're not asked to do it. Yeah. So it's something that you just have to be committed to. You know, want, it's it's you just it's just when he it. did it, when he did it, he did he looked like he was soft, like he he just looked like mm. he didn't want to do it, like he yeah. he was uncomfortable being there, he didn't want to be there. It was a job that was too much for him, um, which is weird because right he he runs pretty you know pretty hard. Yeah, he does run he does run violent for his size, but that's the other thing, man. Um, his at his size, he's like five eight two oh five ish. You know, between 205 and 210, not a lot of lead backs in the NFL that were that size. Yeah. I think Ray Rice was, but not a lot. Like of I said, I, I like Isaiah Spiller a bit more than, than Kenneth Walker, but it just sounds like Kenneth Walker is going to get the draft capital at this point. Right on. Right on. Is that you would take Spiller too, Mike? Or no, you said you would take Walker. Yeah. Same reason yeah. Chad said. Okay. Right on. Yeah, they both scare me a little, to be honest. I, yeah. I don't – the thing is, I like the tape on Spiller a lot. Um, I like the tape on Walker too, but the size scares me a little. And just the speed, I guess, scares me on Spiller a little. So, it, it, yeah, it is really going to come down to what NFL teams think about these guys. But that's not the game we're playing. So yep. we got to figure this shit out right now. <laughs> right on. All right, we're tied. We're tied, and we're going to a tie break. All right. All right. Give me one sec to bring it up here. I have it. Okay. Who most likely, and this is going to be a buzz in. All right. So most likely to struggle early in their NFL career. Or most likely to struggle early in their career. Oh man. Um give us a hint. Are we talking about guys that are projected to go in the first round of rookie? Um Yes. Of like Yeah, this is not a drafts? this is not like a deep cut. Okay. Um has not won an award yet. Has not won an award yet. Mike. Mike. Uh, I'm gonna say uh baby hands, Kenny Pickett. If he's actually, <laughs> of course you are. Lust on him, and he's got to take a starting job somewhere. He'll struggle. No, I think I think Kenny Pickett will step right in and be pretty good right away. Yeah, he has some of the most. He's he's one of the mo- most experienced quarterbacks in the class, so he should be fine. And he's you know what they're calling the most pro ready, even though I think that's Desmond Ritter, but uh, what some people are calling mm. the most pro ready. Um, All right, Chad, you got one guess to win the night, and if not, I do have a second. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Traylon Burks. Boom, and there's the winner. And tell me why? Uh, because he's gonna need an offense to again, like we said with Cook, he's he's gonna need an offense to commit to his skill set. Um, and if he doesn't get that, he's not gonna get the separation on his own. He's not gonna be able to run traditional routes straight out of the book and and 
and um, get the ball rolling himself. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think it's uh, it's going to take it's going to take the right situation for Traylon Burks, and that might not happen right away. Um, unfortunately, it might not happen ever. You know, if he, you know, if you see if Traylon goes <clears throat> Burks goes to Atlanta, I mean, what is the upside there? I don't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the number one wide receiver there. That's it. Yeah. Well, not even because <laughs> Pitts is there. So, well, you know what I think would be interesting. You know what I think would be interesting is if um is if Atlanta went Matt Corral and went Traylon Burks. They got mm-hmm. Matt Corral later and went Traylon Burks early. I think they could be guys that really complement each other hmm. um, in an RPO style offense. Um, if they were able to get creative, but, I do uh, think that Traylon Burks would be good in an RPO system because if you get the ball to him quickly, you know mm-hmm. you make things happen. That's the type of guy he is. Yep. Neat. <laughs> I like no, I like that. That's that's actually uh, that's really good. Cool. Cool. So well, Chad, Chad wins. wins another one. Yep. Chad wins the night. <laughs> All right. Right on. And we are at a minute. All right, I'm sorry, we're at an hour five minutes right now. So Perfect. I think that's a pretty concise podcast that we just threw out there. Nice. You guys think? Yeah. Are yeah. we good here? Perfect. Very disciplined, yeah. yeah. An hour and five minutes. I'm proud of us. Right on. <laughs> All right. Is there anything that we need to throw in at the end here? Is there anything we're missing? No, I, I can't wait for this uh this draft to happen because I am Kind of borderline sick of talking about these rookies without, yeah, uh, right? you know, them having landing spots. Yeah, so, I think yeah. next. I think my next leagues week, are dead. Yeah, <laughs> I think next week we're gonna we're gonna shift away from rookies and we're gonna go back to off season um, NFL moves. I am contemplating a court episode. What do you guys think? Hmm. Where we put teams on trial for their off season moves. Right? Do it. And, one of you guys can be the prosecutor. One of you guys can be the defender. I feel I've sorry for the defender my, uh, of the Jaguars, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been itching to break my briefcase out, so let's let's do it. Uh, all right, nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think we just figured it out for next week, guys. We're doing we're doing a court episode, which we have not done on Dynasty War Games. We've only done that on the Patreon pods. That was they got fun. significantly off the rails those podcasts. So. <laughs> I am Look, gonna have we to... just became passionate defenders and prosecutors. Okay, that's that's all that was. <laughs> well, I, th- I think the accent needs some work, right? So what oh, I'm going to do, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch my cousin Vinny before next week. Mm-hmm. All right, because I yeah. got to get the Southern Judge accent down. Right, we so need to, if... we need to order you a gavel off of Amazon too. See if, uh, see if <laughs> get the squeaky um, one that like Michael Scott yeah. has. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> nice. All right, that's gonna be a fun episode. Right on. Um, right. So, Mike, um, I just want to say good luck with everything you have going on with your family. I know. Uh, Thank you. A, yes, it's an exciting time for you guys. Yeah, so for those that don't know, baby number four is on its way any day now. Um, so too many, any Mike. That's any too minute. many. Hey, just we just sure. so you know, I am meeting with the urologist next Friday, and we are going to huh? set up that vasectomy. So, oh, is that uh, right? Yeah, so oh, okay. we're, we might celebrate two things at the same time. He's like, this is getting this way out of hand. <laughs> Congratulations! Well, I said I'm not doing it. You're doing it. So I was like, all right, I'll get it done. 
Reminds me, real quick, funny story. When I was a kid, um, (laughs) I I was very young and my brother and sister had been born and my father spent like three or four days on the couch and like, you know, out of work. And that is not my father. Never missed a day of work in his life. Right. And it runs a business. You can't. So uh, um, I was told that um, our family business was actually, they sold it early this week. He retired. Very congratulations. Dad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I was told he got, it was a lumber, it's a lumber yard and hardware store. He got hit in the nuts real hard. And (laughs) then he had to rest up. I found out years later, like after college, that that was his vasectomy. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully medical science is advanced and you don't need to spend three or four days on the couch, Mike. No, I think think it's, I think it's a, I think it's more or less the same. We have to invite Mike over and just buy a two by four and, you know, a couple of times. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same procedure. (laughs) <laughs> well, I am looking forward to the Army updated their policy on paternity leave. So it was 10 days when I had my last kid. Now it's 21. So 21. Oh, that's awesome. Go Army. I'll take that's that. Awesome. I'll take and that. so, all right. So when I was Marriott, they um, they actually do four weeks. but And you can, you can take them as you want, right? As yeah. long as you give notice. Like you can take a week here, a week there, three days here. Is that how it works? Uh, you. I don't know if you can split it up, but usually there's a uh, like six months or a year after the baby's born, you have to take it. So, okay, cool. So yeah, I'm well, not doing it until May when school year's out and stuff. But. Okay, that's great nice. for your wife. That's great yeah. for you. well, yeah. great for you and your wife, but great for her that yeah. she has your support. Yeah, it's awesome. Or you can All use right, so- it during the draft and just- <laughs> <laughs> go to your house and we'll have a draft party. <laughs> just go hang out for a little bit. <laughs> I should do that. I'll have my procedure, Chad, like three days before the draft, and I'll just sit on your couch and watch, watch the draft for three days while I rest up for my surgery and then uh, head back. Nice. All right, so um, I just i I'm going to do something that I always mean to do and always forget and plug us a little. So like and subscribe, please. Uh, we are doing this for y'all. Uh, we don't get anything out of this, but fuck. So please like and subscribe if you enjoy what you, what we did here and uh, leave us a five star on Apple or Stitcher or and wherever you get your podcast. Please, if you liked it, give us a five star and a review if you don't mind. Uh, you can find us at Dynasty, I'm sorry, at DWZ underscore War Games on Twitter. Uh, we don't post a lot, but I do my best. Uh, I was just on Dynasty Game Night last night. Um, not really our competition, just sort of similar in the market. Um, really great guys had a blast. Um, so I tweeted that out. Um, also I'm on another podcast. Uh, I love you guys, but I do something with Brian Ford called dynasty fever where it's not quite the party atmosphere. We have a lot of experts on and we try to dig down as deep as we can really drill down and, uh, Brian does a lot better job at promoting that podcast than I do. Uh, he's made a lot of connections and uh, we get a lot of really interesting people on that. So that's how I, I met I the guys think, from Dynasty Game Night. I don't think that was an approved plug. Uh, Brian's Twitter handle is at FF <laughs> underscore junkie. So follow him and listen to us on Dynasty Fever. And that is it for the night. Chad wins the night and we are out of here.
see you later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.